Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to episode 50. Today, Woo-hoo! yeah, okay, so not only is it our 50th episode, but not on purpose, it has coincided with Easter, Yay! which I think is just divine provision. Yes. Um, pretty cool. So Easter is all about celebration. Yep. Our 50th episode is all about celebration. Yep. And we're just pretty pumped. So Rebecca, we have done this podcast for 50 episodes. Can you believe it? Yes. No. I can't. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't feel yeah. like that many. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of crazy to think that we have that many episodes. I know. It's crazy. Um, okay, I'm putting you on the spot, but what what's like a favorite? It's hard. I, I'm like, because I feel really, I really like a lot of what we've done. Most of yes. what we've done. I think all, probably. Because yes. it's ours. I really like all of it. But yeah, I know what mine is, but I'm putting you on the spot. Okay, so I have two favorites. Wait, can I guess what they are? Yes. Ooh, Okay. <laughs> What do I think, Rebecca? I think you're going to say Jennifer Dukes Lee talking about, um, what was she, control. Yes. Were you going to say that or no? No, I wasn't. Okay, okay. But that's a good one. That was a good one. Okay, go. What do you think? Okay, so I have two favorites. My first favorite has to do with, I really liked our road trip to White Oaks Pastures. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's a great episode and, you know, and it's a topic that's important to you and I think it's, I learned a lot through it, but I just really enjoyed that trip. That was really fun. So I just, and then the time that he, I've like told everybody, like whenever they mention something about like being down there or eating the meat or something, just, I've, I just really enjoyed our time with him with yeah. Will. And so I, that tops like just as an experience with the podcast, my favorite. And then I guess our, my favorite discussion um, I really liked when we, we talked about the mind and the body and the spirit and integration. Yeah, that was good. So, yeah. Those um, are my favorites, I think. Well, that was also my favorite. Was what, Will. Yeah. yeah, which is so funny. We had the same favorite. Um, yeah. So if y'all, uh, it was our stewardship series last summer. I don't know off the top of my head what episode number it is, but if you just search through, I think it, it came out in July. So if you look through... It's a, I, the only reason I know this is because a friend of mine posted on Facebook that she oh. had just been there, like on their oh. way back from 38. They just stopped, didn't even oh, know what it was. Cool. And they stopped at the general store because they wanted yeah. to grab a bite to eat. And and so I, she posted about how much fun they had at the general store. And I was like, oh yeah, we loved Will. And she was like, oh, will you link to his episode so I can listen cool. to them? And okay. she did listen because then she responded to me. But um, it was um, 15 and 16 or 16 and 17. So it's in okay. those, that teen range. Yeah, so, that was yeah. really fun. Just going to to, I mean, it was really fun. Rebecca and I drove down to South Georgia together, which was really yeah. fun. And we got to like... We recorded an episode in the car, too. We did, on the way back, which was fun. But it was just, I mean, like, that's something that's so... Like, as a chef and food person, I'm, like, literally wearing a shirt today. That she is. Beef. Like, it's weird. I didn't plan that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's just, it's so important to me. And I think that um, I really, I really appreciated the way he engaged that whole topic because he mm-hmm. is somebody who really believes it and I think a lot of us can be like you know organic and farm raised that's sort of like the trendy thing or that's like the oh I'm going to show that I'm conscious by projecting this you know what I mean but like for him it's real and Mm -hmm. I think it really got down to like why does this matter like why does it matter where my food comes from really yeah um and I think there's a lot of resources for that but it was really cool to talk to somebody in Georgia whose food I can easily buy, yep. who is not, like, you know, so far out there and I'm having to order some weird thing from, like, Washington State and have yeah, it shipped, yeah. which kind of defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. But 
So those were definitely my favorite episodes too. And it was just so fun. Like I rode around, like I remember we rode around in his Jeep. And so Rebecca sat in the front and I sat in the back seat and there were literally two guns like hitting my leg. Yeah. Well, and see, and that just feels like home to me. Like literally feels like home to me. Like I'm riding with a shotgun. Like, and I was like, is this thing going to like shoot me? I mean, my friends and family do ride with shotguns in Texas. It's not, it's not just a stereotype. It was beautiful. So you guys seriously, um, Obviously, no one's paying us a thing. We'll talk about Patreon in a second. But if y'all, um, if you are in like the, if you're in Georgia, I think it is just or, or North Florida or North Florida, yeah. Um, or Alabama. if you're just passing through, I think yeah. it is so worth it. And they have cabins you can stay in. Yeah. And I mean, it's it was really fun. I'm, I'm going to plan on stop. taking the girls when it's not too hot, just to yeah. kind of like see everything because they're great and they'll totally show you around. And and, they will. And they, they have a great little restaurant. So anyway. They took good care of us. The so. end of our White Oak Pastures commercial. I, it's, that was my favorite episode, too. So yeah. we're going to have to do another one like that, I think. Yeah, we'll go ro- road tripping's fun, anyway. Road tripping's fun. I know, we'll get a few where should we go um, on our next road trip? Yeah, where would you guys want us to go? That's what awesome. would you want us to learn about? I think they want us to go to the Bahamas. I think they do. No, I think <laughs> they want us to go... To Prague. Okay. I've always wanted to go to Prague. We're going to need a lot more Patreon supporters <laughs> to go to Prague. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, that's funny. So those are my favorites. And we've done 50 episodes. I know. So that's pretty cool. I know. I'm so so here's to 50 more. Cheers. Cheers to Starbucks. We Cheers have, our Starbucks. Cheers. We, we've had other episodes where we've had alcohol. This is not one of them. This is but, not one of them. Yeah. Um, so. so yeah, we're talking about Easter today. I know. So... Easter. Easter. Easter is now. Easter is now. Um, so well, this week. Well, this and this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's Tuesday. It's Sunday. But um, so we're in the middle of Holy Week. And if you um, haven't listened to our Holy Week episode, you can go back and listen to it because it came out last week. Um, and, you know, we're this week we're leading up to Easter. And, um, yeah, and I think a lot of people, most people in the Christian world, don't realize that Easter is 50 days. Like, yeah. I think we think, oh, there's Good Friday, and then we celebrate Easter, and now we're done. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's actually supposed to last 50 days. Um, and what's awesome about that is, I think we talked about this in our Lent episode, but, you know, Lent is six weeks, mm-hmm. but Easter is seven. Yeah. Um, and there, there's lots of reasons why it's 50 days. Um you know, it, part of it is because it's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be a big time of celebration, so it needs to last a while. But it also coincides, so you know, and um, Good Friday and all of that kind of said that the week that Holy Week happens um, lines up with, um, um, what am I? Not Pentecost. It lines up with Passover. Oh, it lines up with Passover. I'm getting my keys confused. Um, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so forgive me. Um, so there is a week of, of that coincides with the Jewish holiday of Passover. Mm-hmm. And so Easter coincides with the fe- a fe- the Feast of Unleavened Bread and the Feast of Weeks, um, which were like harvest season for barley and wheat. And then it ends in Pentecost, which is that's when the, the harvest season in the spring would have ended. Um, Easter kind of coincides with mm-hmm. that. So that's why it's 50 days. Also, um, 50 days is the same as seven weeks. And seven is the number of fullness in scripture. Oh, okay. So seven weeks fullness Um, and then 50 is also a very significant number in scripture especially in the old testament um every 50 years um there would be the year of jubilee oh and that's when um everybody's debts would be um would be erased um 
slaves um, would be let free. Um, that's the year of Jubilee. Every 50 years hmm. would be, it would be a time of joy and celebration. That's when they would let the ground lay fallow for a year. So it was, it was a time of rejuvenation. So 50 has a big significance in, yeah. in scripture too. So there's a lot around Easter and, and why it's supposed to be a time of joy. And I mean, it's the most important holiday in the Christian yeah. calendar. And it's so interesting because there's so much focus on Christmas. Yes. I mean, I feel like Christmas is sort of seen as our Super Bowl. Yeah. But it really is Easter. It but really is Easster. And I mean they're bookends, right? Yeah. So so um yeah, Tolkien um says the Christian story begins and ends with joy. Yeah. So there's the joy that comes with Advent and there's the joy that comes with Easter and there's a lot in between that's not joyful. Yeah. I mean, you know, we can say all we want about, you know, all the wonderful things it is you know, about living this Christian life, but there's a lot of hard stuff. Yeah. But it begins and ends with joy. And yeah. um and that's the way the calendar is supposed to work too. So. so we have been talking about Lent and like fasting mm-hmm. and now we're supposed to be feasting, mm-hmm. but we talked about this on the Lent episode. I just, I find it so hard to like, I feel like I'm having to fake it till I make it in terms of the celebration. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's like, I, I don't always engage Lent. Like if I perfectly engaged Lent in a way that was just super impactful for me and I really was fasting, yeah. then I think it would, you know, probably be easier for me to celebrate and feasting. But I just frankly don't do that. Yeah. And it's not intentional. It's because life or whatever. And then I find myself at Easter and I'm sort of like, well, now what? Yeah. Well, I I think, so it's interesting because I've never thought about that before because I always find the fasting really hard and the feasting really easy. Um, So that's interesting. Um, I would just rather celebrate all year round and never not um, celebrate. But, um, you know, I think I think it's interesting because if you don't do the fasting, then the feasting doesn't have any meaning. I guess that's what you're, yeah. you're referring to. Because if we because if we just celebrate all the time, then the celebration loses its meaning. Um, yeah. So having an extended time of celebration following a fasting and then also following and then following after it is all this ordinary time. I mean, yeah. It's the most, I mean, the longest part of this of the Christian calendar is ordinary time, and it's just ordinary. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's most of our life. Most of our life is just ordinary. Yeah. It's not full of celebrations and feasts and one happy moment to another. It's yeah. Just, and it's not one bad moment to another usually either. It's just yeah. this ordinariness. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it, but if you just, if you don't have the ordinary and you don't have the, the fasting, then the feasting loses its significance. Yeah. So if I think if you do the rest of the year right, the feasting comes easier. Yeah. For sure. So, okay, let's say, like, hypothetically for me. Um, <laughs> I, what I gave up for Lent was fantasy shopping. Um, sounds like I could have a little league going with a name, like yes. fantasy shopping. I know. I was listening what to shopping cart is she getting? <laughs> I was thinking it we were, I was listening to our Holy Week episode because I was comparing my stuff to March Madness. And then yeah, we yeah. About fantasy. I was like, we could totally make that into a league. Fantasy Lent. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so that's what I gave up was like just like putting my hope and my like confidence in like clothes and that sort of thing so okay so then Easter comes like realistically what does it look like for me to transition into celebrating the thing I was you know what I'm saying well I think you need to I think you need to look at like the good behind what you were doing Ooh, that's good so like like the the good behind that type of shopping is, is because you care about beauty and you care about um, the the bad the negative part of that is 
the image and the, and the thinking that if you buy the certain thing, you'll be the certain person. Yeah. But that's obviously, we don't want to add that back in. Yeah, yeah. But I, and I, but I think, you know, Lent is a lot about giving up and Easter should be a lot about good. So like, what is the good? Rebecca, I think that is so profound. I've never thought of it that way, but I think there is like all of the things we do that end up being negative, like, probably do have a good element so like for you you gave up binging on netflix but there is a good element to entertainment and laughter that is i think something that you need in your life and we all do but like i think like your personality type like that is probably something that you need i would i would my natural tendency is to work yeah Yeah. and so that's really interesting like so we can i've just never thought of it that way but yeah we can take the thing that we were using for the wrong way and then like still do it but like maybe be more intentional and like so maybe instead of like me doing one-off like Instagram ad shopping, maybe I could like be like, you know what, today I'm going to go to a store yeah. and like that sort of thing. And I'm going to try things on. I'm going to pick something I like. And like for you, it could be like, I'm going to watch this funny comedy special tonight Yes, on purpose yes. and not just, so that's so good. I think yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah. So I, I think, and I, I think, yeah, I, what are we going to do more of instead of less of, for yeah. Easter, but like the good parts of it, like yeah. not, it's not an overindulgence for the sake of overindulgence. It's the, it's the finding the good in what we've given up and, you know, and I mean, frankly, it's, it's about eating. <laughs> it really is. Really? Okay. I mean, Easter celebration has always been all through church history is, it has, has been a time of feasting and there's so much metaphor in scripture about mm-hmm. feast. I mean, it talks about, you know, when we go to heaven, it's going to be one long feast. Like there's so much about feasting and eating in scripture. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I, I do think there's an element of that. And I, and I, I don't know if that's, you know, cooking more, um, rich foods, maybe allowing yourself things you don't usually allow yourself to have. Maybe that's having a group of friends over once a week for a di- for a meal yeah. like, or going out to dinner with a group of friends, like making an effort to like celebrate around food. Like, I don't, I, I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. And I think it could also like, for me, I love carrot cake, but I yes. never make carrot cake because it's like expensive and a pain and it's like, yes. whatever. But I'm going to, and also it's funny to make a carrot cake on Easter because paganism, right? But um, <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that in a second. Okay. Because it's actually, it, a lot of our Easter celebrations don't have pagan roots. They have Christian roots that became pagan. So. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just, <laughs> but so for me, that's celebrating. It's like, I, cause I just, that just seems like a really, it's like, why would I make a carrot cake on a Tuesday? Like Emily P. Freeman. But I think it, it's stuff like that. I think it can also, and also, Maybe it's just indulgence. I think we immediately think of overindulgence, but yes. indulgence yeah. is not overindulgence. No, no. It's and we're supposed to indulge. Balance, back to what we always talk about. Yeah. As we're, this is bringing us back into balance. And, okay, so it's also making me think of luxury, which for our Patreon subscribers, yes. we are going to be doing, um, our first bonus episode is going to come out this week. Yep. So um, if you support us on Patreon, you will have access to our extra content. So not only are we going to have um, a couple Easter recipes that I'm going to write yes. um, for Easter that are a little different and special and not just like a honey baked ham, which is great. But um, we're also going to have a bonus episode where we're talking about, there's this Instagram account, um, Preachers and Sneakers. And it's pretty funny. It just basically like calls out people who are out there um, being pastors and wearing like thousand dollar sneakers. Yeah. And it's not that we're saying like, we don't, we just don't really know what we think about. We're just going to like kind of talk it out because yeah. I think it's a very gray area. And I think it's just as bad to judge people for what they're wearing as it is to like throw your money at swag. Like, yeah. I don't know. We don't know what the balance is there, but yeah. we're going to kind of like have a talk and hash it out and talk about scriptural like opinions of that sort of thing. So 
If you um, are interested in that, consider supporting us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You will get a bonus episode. Um, the recipes are the recipes um three dollars a month and then if you want to celebrate with us oh live, yeah that's so, five dollars a month yes so um we will be doing monthly lunches too so yeah anyway uh patreon but back to what we were talking about yes so what were we talking about we're talking about carrot <laughs> cake indulgence. overindulgence yes. versus indulgence yeah yes. so it's like the difference between gucci sweatpants and maybe um you know some nice well-made shoes that you spent some money on right like what's yes. the so, but in terms of food and Easter, maybe indulgence could be, you know, buying flavored creamer for your coffee and just enjoying your coffee yeah. more. Or like, I, I don't Eating know. Eating a Pete, because I like Pete's. I know not everybody likes them. Ew. I love Pete. Rebecca likes, so, she also likes, you like black licorice and I you do. like Peeps. I, I, for Easter, I've, I haven't made my Target run yet for Easter basket supplies, but when I buy the kids Easter basket supplies, I also buy myself a bag of black jelly beans just for me <laughs> and Peeps. Yes. Well, you should just shop after Easter because all that stuff's going to be like <laughs> 10 cents because no one will have bought it. And it's just but it's only because marketing-wise, Easter will be over, but it won't be over. It so won't be over. You can go buy all that stuff and still eat it. Instead, they'll be moving on to 4th of July or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think indulgence is yeah. important. And I think it kind of gets into what is the definition of luxury? Like, yeah. I think luxury is just kind of elevated every day yeah. somewhat. And yeah. so I think... If there's a way we can elevate our food, like last night I served dinner on a platter. We don't usually do that. Yeah. It wasn't, it was a pretty ordinary dinner. It was chicken and carrots. Like it wasn't a big deal, but like I put it on a platter and it was pretty and it just sort of elevated it. So I think there's little luxuries we can do. I agree. Well, and that's, so, you know, in church history, they, you know, the, you know, because during, during Lent and especially during Holy Week, everything is very dark and gloom and you don't, no alleluias are said. So there's mm-hmm. not a lot of praising happening. It's a lot of... So if you'll notice in the songs that we sing at church, they're a little bit more remote, and it's mm-hmm. not a lot of praise. It's more of, like, reflection. Um, and it definitely becomes increasingly more so as we get to Good Friday. But then, it, at least in the early church, which I think our church tries to reflect this as well, as well and a lot of liturgical churches do, is that when you get to Easter... That season, there's a lot more alleluias. Mm-hmm. There's, um, and I, it was interesting. I was reading up on this a little bit last night. Um, they used to um, stop kneeling to pray um, dur- during Easter because um, it was more of this idea of you're standing in praise um, mm. and you're standing, you know, Christ was raised standing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they don't really kneel to pray during um, Easter because, and so they stand to pray. Mm-hmm. Now we don't kneel and stand at our church, but a lot of liturgical churches, it's a lot of kneeling and standing. And so, but there's no kneeling during Easter. I thought that was really cool. That is really yeah. cool. So That's it's more like standing with Christ as he's raised. Well, let's days. talk about that. Cause we kind of explained all the uh, days of Holy Week. Yes. So tell us like, Tell us what happened on Easter. Like, tell, just tell, <laughs> tell us. what happened on Easter. Um, so, you know, Jesus died. He's buried. We, we, we finished with that, you know, with Holy Saturday. Um, you know, Good Friday, he's buried in the Holy Saturday. Um, and then, you know, that what would have happened traditionally um, in the Jewish culture is that you would go on the third day to the tomb. Um, the, the body would have been buried, but you would have been, you've gone to like, um, there would be oils and spices and stuff that would be put on the body to preserve it uh, before the, the tomb is officially closed and not entered anymore. And so that's what the women were doing. They weren't going, they weren't going, like that wasn't an odd thing for them to do. That was okay. a normal thing that, for thing for them to do to go and um, do this, this burial, burial um, anointing that they were going to do. 
that's um, why the um, we we read this the the liturgy this week. One of the um, um, the liturgy before Holy Week, actually not Easter week, but Holy Week. One of them is um, the the woman um, spilling the perfume. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And anointing Jesus. And he says, you know, and all of them are like hemming and hawing. All the men are hemming and hawing about like they should last a year worth of wages yeah. when there's all these poor all around us, you know. And and he and he said, she's just she she gets it. She yeah. knows I'm about to die. Yeah. And she's anointing me. And yeah. so that's what they, because that's what would have happened to a dead body, is they would have anointed with oils and expensive perfumes and stuff like that. And so that's what they're going to do. And, of course, they show up, and um, the, the stone is rolled away. The soldiers are sleeping, because mm-hmm. who knows why. Yeah. People like to sleep on Jesus. Yeah. Or they maybe they were put into a trance of maybe. some sort so that they, the stone yeah, could yeah. be rolled away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Who knows? And a lot of it, there's a lot of supernatural stuff that we don't understand. But um, they go in and the linen cloths are there. The mm-hmm. burial cloths are there that they would have wrapped him in, that they would have laid him there in. And the body's gone, which was shocking. My favorite part of, my favorite part as a woman, I guess, of this story is, you know, then the angel appears. There's different, like, different accounts, and the accounts are slightly different from each one of the Gospels. But, you know, um, an angel of the Lord appears, and it looks like he's the gardener, and, um, and, and tells them what had happened. And the, and the women run away, um, so excited. And, um, and, and they, what, is so interesting that the first people that Jesus reveals himself to in his resurrected state are, is to women mm-hmm. because obviously in that time women had no, they had no significance yeah. in culture, but also what's really important in Jewish law is that a, a woman could not be a witness. Oh. They were not, they were not allowed to testify. Uh-huh. So uh, when something happened, their testimony was not allowed in court. And so for him, to for him to reveal himself to them and then tell them to go and tell the men like that's why the men were like whatever like literally mm-hmm. that's why that's what they were they were like we have to go see for ourselves because they didn't mm-hmm. believe their testimony because women's testimonies weren't believed and so but he recognized the significance of those women and the fact that they were the ones that stuck around and didn't run away they're the ones who were coming back to anoint his body mm-hmm. they weren't like hold up scared in an upper room somewhere <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm not making this into a feminist thing but it's more of like Jesus just acknowledging acknowledge the significance of these women yeah. by meeting them where they were and, and allowing them to be a part of like the most significant event in Christian history it's amazing anytime anybody demeans the ability yeah. of women to be a part of Christianity it's just mind-blowing to me um after you see the way Jesus treated women but um he so they go they go running and tell the disciples and um, then the disciples come running back you know John and Peter pushing their way to the front mm-hmm. who's going to get there first typical and um, <laughs> they get there and they see that the women are right and then Jesus appears and kind of tells them they're you know they can't believe it and you know all these things so that's what happens on Easter and then they go back and tell all the other people that are waiting and that don't mm-hmm. understand that are grieving that don't understand what's going on and then he appears to more of them and then over the next 50 days he appears to them multiple times um in different places and eats with them and speaks mm-hmm. to them and, and uh, just the significance uh there's a lot of themes and significance around um around the resurrection but i mean it's victory over death 
Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, bad new headaches is going to be a sports analogy. But, like, <laughs> like Easter is supposed to be, like, this extended victory dance. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. touchdown dances that people yeah, do when they yeah. make a touchdown or whatever. Like, this extended victory dance of, like, I mean, death has been won over. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that's the significance of Easter. It gives us hope of the resurrection of the body. Jesus' body was resurrected, and he came back, and he ate with us, and he talked with us. Like, we have... We are going to have a resurrected body mm-hmm. because scripture tells us that we're going in the same fashion as Jesus. And like, and also if he has, if God has the power to raise us from the dead and give us a resurrected body, he has power now mm-hmm. to help us transform our lives. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people are like, oh, the resurrection. Yeah. One day I'm going to die and go to heaven because of the resurrection. Mm-hmm. But like there's significance now yeah now, like he that power that raised Jesus from the dead is also the same power that works in us yeah and I forget that all the time mm-hmm. I forget all the time that 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 supernatural power is in me yeah absolutely and and we can we can be the people he's calling us to be because we have that power not because of us but because of that power that lives in us so yeah so I think that's I mean, that's why we're celebrating. That's what we're celebrating. Yeah. We're celebrating victory. We're celebrating hope. We're celebrating new life. Um, that's where all the eggs and stuff come from. I thought this was interesting because I thought, oh, well, we just have eggs and baby chickens and rabbits because, like, that's spring and new life, which uh-huh. it is a lot of that. Um, but eggs actually had a massive significance. Um, the Orthodox Church actually would have brought eggs to be blessed to the priest because the idea is, like, an egg, when you crack an egg open— it's like new life coming out of a tube. Oh, and so it has a massive, eggs have okay. massive Easter significance. So um, dye your eggs, eat your eggs, eat your deviled eggs. Like give your kids chocolate covered eggs. Like talk to your kids and your family members and your friends about the significance. Of, I mean, resurrection is all in eggs. So. That's really cool. Yep. Yeah, my friend, um, one of my best friends is Greek Orthodox and they have, I can't remember the name of the bread, but it's this. It's like challah. It's a braided bread, yes. but there's eggs. They, they dye an egg red and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have, that's very, um, very that cool. Very orthodox for sure. Um, I do the resurrection um, bread. Have you ever done this with your Hot kids? Hot cross buns? No, um, it's, you take, um, it, this is not very chef of me, but you take um, crescent roll, like uh-huh. Pillsbury crescent roll. Yeah. And you, um, you know, you, you take you take the crescents and then you wrap them in a, a marshmallow. Wrap a marshmallow inside of them. Okay. So do a marsh. You know, take the triangle of the crescent roll, stick the marshmallow in it, wrap it like you would a crescent roll, or, and then sprinkle it with some honey, honey and cinnamon and sugar and cinnamon and stuff to make it yummy. Uh-huh. Stick it in the in the oven and cook it like you would a crescent roll. When you come out, the marshmallow will have melted and so it's hollow inside. Oh, funny! And so you can when they go to eat it. Then you take a bite of it. It's all, I mean, all the, like, marshmallow goodness and stuff uh-huh. is melted in there, but it's hollow all the way through, and you can talk about the empty tomb. It's a great analogy. That's really cool. Very kid-friendly, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yummy. I mean, who doesn't want... I love crescent rolls. Crescent rolls with marshmallows and sugar and stuff. I don't trust honey. people who are like, I don't eat stuff like that. I'm like, yes, you do. And it's good, and you like it. <laughs> Everybody likes a crescent roll. I don't know what they put in that mess. I don't know what Pillsbury puts in that mess, but it's good. I don't want to know what they good. put in that mess. Um, that's a cute idea. Yeah. Um, we can include that on our Patreon too. <laughs> well, step by step. Yep. Even though you just gave it. Yeah. But it's not hard. If I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> but I like that. So that's a way you can celebrate with your kids. What are, um, is there anything with like the bunnies or any other of those little analogies that we do that have, cause you said before we recorded, you were, or no, while we were recording, you said that, um, 
we always think these are pagan things, but they're actually Christian things that became pagan. Well, I, I, I mean, um, and speaking of which, out your window, there's just a beautiful blue jay. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about the birds before we started recording. I mean, I think I think God speaks to us through nature. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's very significant that this is the time of year that Easter happens, you know, that we're raised to new life because mm-hmm. of the resurrection. And we're seeing new life. The flowers are blooming as much as we hate the pollen. Mm-hmm. The flowers are blooming. The the birds are being born. There's baby mm-hmm. chicks. There's baby rabbits. It's like those, those are all, I think if we look at those through the lens of, um, I, those are brought into the Easter celebration as a, as a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, you know, people have run with that because they, we, you know, there's the pagan celebration of the spring equinox and, and all okay. of that kind of stuff. And those things have been brought into that too. And so they, it has, it has become just, just like you know, Christmas has like worldly meaning as well as yeah. Christian meaning, but it, it all has Christian significance. I mean, I think the Easter Bunny is dumb. Yeah, it's very strange. Side opinion, um, but but that doesn't mean bunnies like and baby animals aren't yeah great for um, Easter. I think they are. I mean, our neighborhood does a petting zoo and Easter egg. Oh, cute! I mean, I think that's a great part of Easter. You can talk to your kids about how like why we just use that stuff in Easter. But I think the idea of the bunny coming into your house and giving you a basket—I don't really know what that. Also, have you ever seen Donnie Darko? No. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? The creepy bunny? Like, yes. <laughs> I know my, my kids have never wanted to go sit on the Easter Bunny's lap because they're freaking creepy. Oh my gosh, if I can dig it up, I have the funniest picture of my husband as a little kid sitting on the most terrifying looking Easter Bunny I've ever seen, and I will post it <laughs> to awful. our Instagram. I'm I have sure to find it. <laughs> Chris has Sorry, like, Chris. He has a gold mine of kid pictures. Um, okay, yeah, I have to make myself a note because that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, but I mean, anyways, I mean, you know, uh, the world just takes. You know, like Santa Claus, like he was a real person who did mm-hmm. real good things. And it's a great celebration about giving and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it gets twisted into materialism and Easter is the same way. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have good roots and you can't use it to talk about the meaning of Easter. Yeah. So, so what do you, okay. One thing that I've always kind of like had a little, like, I, I just don't know what I think about this. And I'm just curious, like the whole getting decked out for Easter and like buying your kids the like really expensive dresses and like all like what is your like I don't I don't think it's I've heard criticism of this and I'm just curious to talk about I don't I don't think it needs to be expensive I don't think you should go outside of your means to like have this picture perfect Easter picture of your whole family matching also but I do think um, especially in a church like ours where everybody dresses very casually yeah. every week. Um, I was just reminded of, of this this weekend. I brought my niece to church with me and she was like, I didn't bring a dress with me because her church is very, uh-huh. very um, just traditional um, yeah. Episcopal church. So you dress up every week. The men wear suits. Like uh-huh. in our church, you, you wear jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, and so all she was leggings and t-shirts and I was like, you're going to be fine. You know? Yeah. But like, I think there is something to be said to like celebration yeah. and like making it an event because it is an event so I don't I don't think the motive behind that that motive is bad I think I I mean I dress up and I dress the kids up and partially because it's about the only time of year we get a good family picture but Mm -hmm. also because it um because I think it should look different we should look different on that day Mm -hmm. um but on the other side of that like it shouldn't be a stress like yeah yeah, buy your girls a couple of cute target dresses that are a little bit fancier than you normally would buy them. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go buy them. Like go to Nordstrom's and buy 
hundred dollar yeah. dresses with matching shoes and glo- shoes and gloves and hats and like feel the pressure of that. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think it's all about. It motive. could be a southern thing too. It is I'm thinking thing. for our listeners who are not yes. like in the south. I feel like yes. here it's just it it's becomes a thing. A thing. It is, and a thing. it can get kind of like oh gosh. Yes, but I think that the idea of like making the day different mm-hmm. is okay. Yeah, I no, I totally agree. Yeah, I think we should celebrate. Yeah. Okay, so just we're like gonna, you would if you went out to your anniversary dinner. Yeah, you're not going to wear your jeans and your farm fresh shirt, probably. <laughs> not that it's not cute. My shirt is. is awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chris just, just for the visual for you, it says farm fresh beef, and then it has the cuts of a cow on it. Like if you're going to get like steaks and stuff like that, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I love it. You should see what I wear on date night sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the same as anniversary. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, no, that's really good. It's sort of like the whole idea of honoring. The person, yeah. like, that dressing up is not about you. It's about honoring the person and showing yes. up for them yes, and yes, presenting yes. yourself um, in a respectful way. Yeah. So I think that's a really good way to look yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, this is really good. I'm yeah. excited for Easter. Okay, so how can we realistically, aside from stuffing ourselves with the terrible candy you like, how can we... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. Somebody out there but. likes black licorice. <laughs> if you meats. like black licorice, please tell us. And I will send you some that I buy for 10 cents at Target. Um, Shh, your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how can we realistically keep celebrating? Do you know what I mean? Because, like, it's, I feel like we're saying it's 50 days, but then... <laughs> it's hard to continue. I, I think you have to be... Like, anything else, you have to be intentional. Yeah. Like, like, this is a real... And, you know, for me, like, just with my calendar, like, April and May into June, like... Like, it's a time where just a lot of, like, getting together with friends happens anyways, naturally. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's getting prettier outside. Yeah. You know, school's ending. Like, all of those things. And it's just natural to get together. It's easier to have barbecues. Mm-hmm. I think just being intentional about that kind of stuff, I think, is good. Um, like you said, like, maybe make some recipes you don't normally make. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just save those for Easter Day. Like, yeah. kind of stretch them out. Yeah. And, like, come up with some cool spring day we're coming out of winter mm-hmm. we don't need to make the soups and stews anymore we can yeah. make fresh stuff and um more summery kind of dishes and i think enjoying nature because this is the best time of the year at least here yeah. in the south like the weather is amazing and even with the pollen like the weather is amazing and it's about to get hot soon yeah so, like taking the time i think we should i think we should enjoy nature i think that should yeah. be part of easter like go on your spring hikes go you know walk mm-hmm. down by the river whatever it is you need to do to be outside because this is the time i think we naturally want to do that this time of year anyways so just linking that with easter i think it's a good idea yeah that's good i like that yeah and maybe you'll see the easter bunny on your Mm -hmm. hike i don't know (laughs) hopefully it's not the not the donnie darko one yeah (laughs) please no (laughs) now i'm gonna have nightmares (laughs) you're funny well happy easter friends happy Easter Uh, on sunday and happy 50th and happy 50th hey if y'all want you know tell us what your favorite episode has been we're always um kind of Thinking forward with our, we do have some stuff scheduled, but we're always looking forward to um, creating more content and just doing new things. And I think God is in everything. So even if it's something yeah. totally random that you're yeah. like, this doesn't seem Christian, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So um, somehow. So, yeah. and I think we should do another field trip this summer. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, but sure. let us know if there's anything that you're interested in. Yeah. And until next time. Bye. Bye. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. 
and I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand, and you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep, and uh, I don't want to be found, so just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye! Bye! (laughs) 